You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning, church family. How are we all doing today? Salisha Thomas here, and I just wanted to jump on and say, hi, how are you? Thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm looking forward to sharing this next episode with you. Um, I recorded it with Danielle Summons back in February of 2021. And so I'm excited to finally release this um, episode to you. She is she's very lovely um for all the reasons and so um if you've been listening uh repeatedly each week i just want to say thank you if you're new here welcome if you haven't already hit that subscribe button share with a friend um and leave us a review and also follow us on patreon all of the things and if there's something that you want um that is not being done feel free to slip into my DMs on Instagram at Salisha Thomas and let me know what you think or what you want. So uh, thanks and enjoy this next episode. Happy Pride Month. Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas. I'm so excited. I'm using a different program today. I'm like, is it is it working? Are we here? Is And you know, my guest today has been so patient with me. She is like, she is the real freaking deal. She's like the super grounded, gorgeous, sexy vocalist. I am just like, I'm at a loss for words when I think about this woman's talent. She was in the touring company of Les Mis and Beautiful, which is where I met her. Um, while we I transitioned out, she was transitioning in and also has starred in Memphis. You guys, help me welcome this recording artist, Danielle! Hey, Felice. Hi, girl. What's up? Thank you for that intro. I feel special. Girl, you are the freaking bomb. And you know what? It's like, you. it's always funny, like, meeting somebody when they're new to a company. Because you don't get the real, you don't get the whole, you, in my mind's eye, I'm like, oh, my goodness. She's so shy and sweet. That was my first. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, huh? It is. It's funny because, honey, you are a 
force. Thank you. Can I you- can be shy though. I feel like I like to see, you know, the vibe. I like to observe, you know, I- see what's going on with everybody and see if I can be my true and full self. You know, you can't give everybody access right. to the goodies always. So, right. But once I feel comfortable, then I'm like, hey, what's going on? You absolutely. I'm like, oh my goodness, who is who is who is this? Especially like when I'd followed you on Instagram and I was going through, I was like, wait, uh, hold up one second. Can we talk about this single that you just j- 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 dropped on all of us called Photoshop? Girl, I mean, it's just been such an overwhelming response from everybody, like saying how it's made them feel sexy during COVID. I've had some people say they had sex to it. I've had some people say to make another baby to it. Um, people just talking about how seen they feel, even just beyond the sex part, just feeling seen for who they really are, which is the whole point behind the song. Um, so it's just been a really beautiful experience. It's my first single ever. So sometimes I just think like, I don't know what the hell to do with myself. <laughs> what has taken you so long? It's clear that like this is something that you do. I'm surprised that this is your first one. You know, to be honest, the journey has been so crazy from creepy ass men in the music industry to extreme self-doubt. You know, the musical theater, there's kind of a recipe for success. Even, you know, even if it takes some time to get in a show, you know, you have to show up audition. You have to memorize things. You have to, you know, be somewhat of a triple threat. Like those are, that's the recipe for it. You have the ingredients for it and you just keep going, you keep going. You get someone's show and they give you the material and they tell you what to do with it. And it seems easier to just do what everyone said, do, give you notes, add a little bit of Danielle to it, but do it the way I said, you know, and you kind of get lost. I don't know, and other body, not everybody else, but I feel like I got lost in the easier route, you know, not that musical theater is easy at all. It has its own set of challenges, but just doing someone else's show. Right. And it really took COVID, you know, it took, I was literally um, in Aida before, you know, COVID happened. Rehearsing in New 42 Studios. We were in day four of rehearsal. Oh, the the New Aida. Yes. You know, anything that's going down at the New 42nd Street Studios, you know, that's like the, that's the production production. Period. (laughs) It was the first all-black cast of Aida. Wonderful, wonderful talent. Um, And for me, I felt like this is going to be it for me because I had done all these tours, but I hadn't officially made my Broadway debut. And so, you know, I'm in rehearsals. I'm around all these folks that are doing, they're doing double duty. They're rehearsing during the day, shows at night. I'm learning so much. I'm working with you know, Shelly Williams and Camille and Jason and just like all these amazing people that I have had on my list for so long. The NBA shuts down and then Disney walks in and it's like, I think this is going to be y'all's last day of rehearsal. Um, And also we didn't really believe it, right? You go home, a week turns into two weeks, into a month, into two months, and you keep hearing the pushback Broadway for us. And, um, I kind of fell into a really dark place because I had attached my self-worth to my accomplishments. So without those, it wasn't the applause, but it was like the accolades or having to go audition or being like, yeah, I have an audition tomorrow. Or, you know, I've got to go to, I got to do this and I got to do do that. Without all of that other shit, I was like, well, who is Danielle? You know, and where is this love? 
And the self-love that everyone else talks about, how do you actually do it? Like, how do you actually put it into play and like really love yourself every day? So as hard as COVID and quarantine has been, I think the uncomfortable space forced me to identify with who I really, really am. And from there, that birthed music. You know, I was just going to the studio with my friend who's also my producer, Brandon, John, and we were just recording without any pressure, without any stress, just enjoying each other, sometimes tipsy, you know, whatever the vibe was. And one day we were like, wait, I think we got something. Like, let's move forward with it. Let's see what happens. And it's all been right. You know, it's not been confusing. And we know that anything that's of God is not confusing. Right. And this whole process has been exactly ordained. It's been right. You know, I've had moments of like fear or anxiety, but overall it just has flown, you know, right into place. So as much as I wish that I had done this a long time ago, I think that I have the wisdom and the knowledge and all the tools that I really needed to succeed now at this point in my life. See, God's timing is always it always makes sense. Like we have to live life going forward, but life makes sense looking backwards. And it always makes sense when you're like, oh, that is why that happened at that time. Or that's why she got that thing. And I didn't, but I got like, it all like that would, it all makes sense. And so like, it's so nice to see like you, that you have peace with all of that. And it, that you're just like, this is a beautiful time in your life. And I see the glow. I mean, I feel like you've always like been a glow, but this is a glow up at like next level. And I'm so excited for you. And also some of the things that you said, I think it, and I can totally relate. Find like being, your identity being wrapped up in like what you do. What do you do when everything that you do has been stripped away? I'm like, I'm a Broadway performer. I'm a Broadway performer. Get, guess what? Have a... Broadway don't exist right now. <laughs> and we don't know what it's going to look like even when it does exist again. Right. right. You know, and then we and then we witnessed all of, you know, our people being murdered murdered in the streets and the revolution, you know, truly being televised. Right. And the trauma right. of that, of one click being able to, um, to see, you know, our people every single day. Right. It's just been so, so much, you know, so all of that made you kind of be like, well, I have to do something with myself. Like, what do I really want my life to say about me? This you know, what do amazing. I really want? What does Danielle really stand for? And then you start to think about why we're here. You know, like God gives us an opportunity to receive praise and accolades, of course, but don't get it twisted. That's not why we're here. Like We're here to serve. You know, so to get this opportunity to serve, you know, others and to share of yourself, it's like you can't hold it in anymore. You have to be true to who you are and live, honestly, like live like you won't live again because you won't really, live again. I don't know what our days are. And it, and it's beautiful to see you living. It's beautiful to see you using this time. I think this time can look different on all of us, this pandemic. Some people are like super productive and like doing all the things and that is fantastic. And some people are like, listen, I ain't doing shit. <laughs> and you, some people need, like a lot of us, I feel like need that rest. So no matter what, where we are, it is exactly where we're supposed to be. And to feel good about that, no guilt and but like you are doing things. One other thing that you mentioned that I want to touch on is when you were like Broadway, like musical theater is not easy. But when I do know what you were talking about, it is easier to show up on stage as somebody else. Mm -hmm. 
Whereas when you are singing your own music, you wrote Photoshop, didn't you? Yeah. Like, and you were showing up as Danielle. Did you not? Like, exactly. <laughs> that is scary. scary. And especially when you people start, you know, there becomes um, people are expecting, you know, like your producers and directors and your castmates expect something, but they expect what's on the script. Nothing else. Do the same way as best as you can. Obviously, we know live theater, a whole bunch of things happen. So it's never the same every night. But there is the recipe for it. You know, like the ingredients are all there. Whereas this is, you know, it's putting your heart out there. You know, people questioning, well, are, are you trying to be just a sex symbol? Or like, what does this song actually really mean? Or whatever. And you just have to be, um, I think living with good intentions is just the best way to do it. Ooh. So I'm presenting myself, my music, my artistry with the best intentions that I, that I have. And it can't be wrong. And that's just where I'm sitting with it now. If the timing, like I, I wanted to drop the video and the music on my birthday, which was December 26th. And as we see, that didn't happen. I ended up just dropping a little snippet of the video and a song. And I was so stressed about it. I'm a Capricorn. So I was like, it has to be at this time. But then it was like, what is, what is, why? Why am I forcing it? What am I rushing? For who? For who? There's no timeline, but the timeline that you set. Exactly. So it was like also being open to change and receiving it in all ways, not just saying it. Because I feel like I say that to other people, like be open to change and be open to what the world has. And then it comes to you and, and you're not open to those same. Right. It is so. I'm kind of reading myself a little bit. Yeah. Um, P.S. So I introduced you as Danielle, um, but I've always known you as Danielle Summons. Yes. So is, there- is the name I've always gone by for performing from, you know, being young to now doing, you know, theater, but it's so profesh, as you say, you say profesh. So profesh. profesh. <laughs> so I really just wanted to make it simple, Danielle. Um, and also I feel like Danielle used to be so common, you know, for us, but nowadays no one's name is Danielle anymore. Right. Like Danielle, Ashley, Jasmine, you know, those are like really. No one's. <laughs> no one like famous yet like you you you're just straight up danielle that is amazing. like when i first said it i was like is this wild that i'm wanting to do this but i'm like well it's my fucking name so it's, it's, just, name. it's what we're gonna do and i when i look i see some other folks that are on spotify and apple but um i'm like forget it like this is me that's what i'm gonna put up here and it can't be wrong. Because I was going to try to think of something, you know, L or Danny J or just Cute. all these different things. I'm like, I'm grown as hell. I do not want anybody calling me Danny. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already have friends and family that do. But just like, you know, the masses, if that's what's going to come for me to be calling me Danny. So, anyway, okay. that's where the change came. And it literally happened just a few months ago. So, so. Here's my next question. Here's my next question. Ew, ew, Um, You are very sexy. Like, I am, like, over here taking notes and studying. Whenever I see, like, other women living their best lives, I am like, what is the science behind (laughs) all of this? How can I try that on for size? How can I? You are, like, inherently sexy, which, like... It's not a big surprise. You were Janelle and beautiful, and that 
that role is usually like the sexiest freaking girl in the dressing room. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and so what role do you think hair, at least in your perspective, in your opinion, what do you think hair plays a part in sexiness? If it does, what like what do you think about that? Overall, no. Because I have seen sexy ass women with all types of hairstyles, whether it's been a bald, shaved cut, whether it's long dreads, whether it's half blonde and half black, whatever. So I think it's really just how we walk into our truth. Like women who really seem to know themselves or know what they want in some way seem to be the sexiest to me. Um, I do know that for me personally, I like big hair. So whether it's a big ass throat or if it's big hair, like I love that and I feel sexier like that. But I think sexy just is a thing that's within, you know, we can, you know, line our lips and, you know, push up the tits and do all these extra things. But I don't really feel like that. Come on, sis. Come on. She's okay. I got these rocks and socks down here. I gotta, <laughs> gotta give me a good push up, bro. <laughs> but I don't feel like that's what makes us sexy. I really think it's, you know, walking into our own essence and not being apologetic for it and not trying to compare ourselves to other people because, you know, there's something special about what each of us has. Um, and I know it sounds so cliche, but it's really real. Like the moment that I feel like I stopped caring so much about what others thought of me was the moment that not only the right things aligned and came to me, but I just felt better about life. Like no one else has what Daniel has. No one else has what Salisha has. And so there's that, that's the power in it. And, you know, I might, I think it's okay to look at another woman and say like, damn, her ass is fat. Like I wish my butt was a little bit bigger, but like also we can let that go. You know, we can have those quick moments. We're human. You know, but at the end of the day, I have something else that someone else is looking at and saying, I wish that I had. Exactly. It's that perspective. I think Um, it feels better to lift other people up, just like you were saying at the beginning of this interview, uh, this conversation, really. Like, it, the life is not just about accolades and me, me, me. It's so much better to give (laughs) service. Service service it's making life about other people and like lifting people up and contributing to the positivity in the world it feels better than better it's good the days that I feel terrible I have some days through this you know quarantine process where you wake up and you're like what am I going to do today you know you try to make a quick list of a to-do list and then you finish all that before 12 or 1 and you're like I still have all these hours in the day and I feel bad about it and then I, about myself and I start questioning. And the minute I open my phone and I just maybe text five people like, hey, thinking of you or whatever it is, I instantly feel better, you know, giving that love and that energy out, knowing that I, I don't know, I've made someone else feel special today. And that's really, really important to me. Um, and I wish that more of us would do that, you know, to, to shed that love and support. Because it's really not about us. Like, it really is not about us. At all. It really, really isn't. At all. At all. Okay. So every time I've ever seen you, okay. every time I have ever seen you, your hair has been <laughs> laid. I ain't never seen a kink, a crimp, uh, an off day. Uh, oops, I got caught in the rain. 
I've just been blessed every time I've seen you because, honey, I've had plenty of the oops in the rain. I've had plenty of the humidity has snatched the edges and made them crunchy. <laughs> I've had all kinds of days. I've seen you at random time. Oh, hold on. My microphone's acting crazy. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. I've seen you at random times and you look great every time. What is that about? Like, how often do you get your hair done? And I don't, you can share as much or as little as you want about like, is it a weave? Is it yours? Is it, is it a, what, how do you always look very, so put together? I think all the times we saw each other, I was on tour and I was either coming back to audition for something or transitioning. Um, While I was on tour, I lived in sew-ins because I just did not want to worry about my natural hair at all. I wanted it to stay healthy. I didn't want to have to worry about, you know, when you're on tour, you're living your best life. So when yes. the show's over, I want to take my wrap down or my pin curls and be ready to go have a drink, go meet up with whoever in the same city, go have fun with my castmates. I never wanted to have to worry about, let me, you know, fix yes. it, put too much heat or anything on it. So I pretty much, honestly, everybody on tour laughed at me because I would kind of pre-plan and like look for the best cities to get a new sewing. So I'd have one for okay. like, and then I'd be in like Detroit. I'm like, I know Detroit can do some hair or. So you would um, get your new weaves in certain, on, on tour. Like you net, you didn't fly back home. Oh no. I would look up on Instagram and I would have conversations. I'd hashtag and I'd meet fabulous black women. And that was also made me feel wow. connected. You know, on tour, you can feel so disconnected. Yes. From your family, from our culture, you know, from being black and what we identify with. Um, so being able to go and sit in the salon and just kiki with, you know, wow. the black women. So I did that often and I would do like every month or every two months and get a new one. Right now I have extensions in. I got oh, these good. for the video. So I've been wearing my natural hair and braids. Um, Harper Miles, you know, she does everybody's braids. Harper? My See, baby. I Love have her. to. She had, I'm, I told her, I was like, okay, everyone keeps bringing you up and they interviews. She's like, oh man. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you're going to have to do my braids one day, honey. Oh, she's amazing. But yeah, I've been doing that. And then we started doing the treatment for the Photoshop's video. I'm like, oh, I missed this. I haven't had this in almost a year. So I got a sew in for the shoot and then I've just had it um, since then. But yeah, that that's kind of what it was. So I think you were catching me on those moments where, I was just used to, and honestly, my sew-ins kind of have always looked more natural because I wrap my hair with the sew-in. So I have like a little leave out. Yeah. And then I wrap it so that when it comes down, it kind of all blends together. Got it. Um, So yeah, that's my little. Okay. So my next question is then if you always have the leave out because it always looks like it is growing out of your scalp and that's because you have, um, because you have like a little bit for those who are listening who don't know what you're talking about, a little bit of your hair out at the top to blend it. Yeah. How do you keep that looking so healthy? Because it always, whenever I've seen you, it looks healthy, Danielle. It looks, it doesn't look heat damaged. And I feel like that part can get so much heat because you want it to blend and lay. So how do you combat that? I don't put heat on it. So even like right now, it's a little crunchy here. Like, uh, I- uh, What do you mean? What do you mean? I could put some heat on it to really like lay it, lay it, but I just don't. And I think the wrapping helps with that too. So like okay. even if it swells a little bit, you know, once you wrap it, it kind of seals 
the juices and your hair back together. Um, and also on tour, I didn't care as much about um, like making sure that everything was super straight. I kind of don't care about that anyway. I, that's part of why I think it looks a little bit more natural because I'm not trying so hard to make sure that every piece is um, I will put a little bit of like edge control if I'm going out or something, but that's just it. So I'll get, I'll get it done. And then I pretty much pin curl it the, the first day after I get my hair done so that the curls are like, mm. and then I wrap it pretty much every day for like two weeks after that. And then I'll maybe do it again, but I don't put a lot of heat on it at all. And if I, right now, if I wanted to curl this piece a little bit, I'd probably just roll it up and pin it. But yeah, I will say my hair is heat trained though, like those pieces are. So when I do take this out and I go back to like my natural, like curly fro or whatever, it's not going to be as curly as the other pieces. But I've also accepted that because I know how I like to wear my hair sometimes. So I'm just like, oh, well, (laughs) you're like, oh, well, this shit might never be. So I might have to just do this one with bonbons in the front. Shut up. That's real. (laughs) You want to do this. That's actually a really great idea. If you've yeah, got heat damage in the front, put your little buns in the front and wear it out in the back. Or braid the two pieces or tw- flat twist them and let the front back be out. Like, And every now and then, see, I've got a fake bang that I'll just clip in in the front. And if you're if you want like a little fake curly bang. And so if my hair is out and I don't feel like wetting my front bangs or if they're too long and I need to get them trimmed or whatever I will pull it back like half up half down or in a poof on top of my head a pineapple and clip that bang on and keep it pushing I need I want a straight one though because I don't want to cut my bangs again but I was just telling my friend Akil the other day I was like I miss my bangs I had a straight one when I was 21 and Danielle you couldn't tell me nothing I looked so good it like the swoop, it was a perfect swoop, just like right by the eyebrow. I'm like, I love a good swoop. It was perfect. That Michelle, Michelle Obama's banging. Honey. <laughs> I was like, yes, this. Did you see that meme after the inauguration? It was like her and Barack, and it was like in Looking Bomb. And the meme was like, Michelle Obama and her guest. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's awesome. Okay, speaking of, speaking of Michelle, so you are from. You're from D.C., right? So I was born in D.C. and I was raised in North Carolina. Okay, so you didn't ever live in D.C. Well, then? I, I lived, so we, my family moved to PG County, Bowie, Maryland, and we lived there until I was 10, and my parents divorced, and my dad stayed in D.C., and then my mom wanted to be closer to family, so we moved to Raleigh, which is like an hour away from where our family lives in Rocky Mount. So okay. I went back and forth quite a bit, so I have, you know, I call myself a Southern girl with urban flair. Cute. I've got like, you know, both of them. My dad now, he lives in Maryland. And I, my, godf- uh, my godfather uh, is in North Carolina. But my grandpa, my godmom, all of them are in D.C. And then my mom and all of her family in North Carolina. So really, they're like two homes for me. All right. So <clears throat> I want to ask you your opinion. Okay. And you could comment on this if you lived in D.C. You could comment on this if you didn't. Um, but you you have. And but, Anyway, so here's what I'm wondering. I've always been drawn to D.C. and and the culture and everything that comes with it. In my mind's eye, when I think about TV, not TV, when I think about D.C., when I think about politics, I feel like there is a certain look 
And I've been trying to wear my natural hair more. I've been trying to like really not straighten my hair. And that's just where I'm at in my journey right now and what I'm like, where where my energy is at. And I, I believe that I could always do that in whatever space, but I, 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 I'm not blind to like, there is a certain look that is just so much easier accepted in, in DC and on T like news there, there are people who have broken these molds, but like newscasters and things help me out, Danielle. Because I'm not even really sure what I'm asking. I think I'm getting at like, how do I feel about it? Well, maybe, yeah. How do you feel about it? And is there a world where I could like show up and not straighten my hair and be accepted? Yeah, I think it's definitely a real thing. You're not crazy. You're not tripping. There's definitely, I mean, I've even noticed it from like, going out in the summer during COVID having my fro out opposed to a slick back that's still natural opposed to braids opposed to now me having extensions in like it's all different um but that kind of goes to our own acceptance and self-love I think that's the part that we have to be more concerned about um I do think there's a world where where we can show up just like I woke up I rolled out of bed I scrunched it up a little bit and here we are. I believe that's that world, but I think we have to come to a better place of accepting it for it to actually translate. Um, I think we, but we struggle with that because of white supremacy. Like we're being completely honest, just, you know, how the world was built, how society was built for us to think that our natural, beautiful, kinky curls, whatever type of curl that it is, is nappy. Like the words nappy. I mean, we even joked about it amongst ourselves growing up. Like, you put your nappy ass hair, you know? And we kind of made it a derogatory term when it's just like, we have always been so beautiful in every shape, form, every skin color, every thing about us. Um, So it's also kind of relearning that all this shit is built off of white supremacy. All of it. You know, even I was talking, this is off subject, but I was talking to one of my best friends about the new year and how we were literally breaking our backs to clean the house before the new year to make some black eyed peas to do all these things because we've been taught so many different things like to do and a lot of that is built off of these you know white supremacy ideals like even like thinking about our grandmas never sitting their asses down always in the kitchen cooking always doing these things to please other people and we're completely neglecting ourselves So I say all that to say like the self-love piece and just showing up, you know, for me, I think it's just showing up. And however, if I want to come in today with extensions and I want to come in tomorrow with my fro, if I want to come in tomorrow with cornrows down my back, like whatever it is, that's what I want to do. And I shouldn't be looked at differently because I'm choosing to be, to be. And I think um, I gave myself a word for the year is permission. I give myself permission to exist and to be. And I think we just, especially as black women, we just have to give ourselves permission to exist in whatever the fuck space we want to be in. Whatever that space is, give ourselves complete permission to be. And it is such, I think, the moment that we just keep doing that. And that's why we have to really stick together because there might be that day where you you come to an audition and your natural hair is out and there might be a lot of girls with their hair like mine. You might feel like, "Mm, it's my job to look at you and say, you look beautiful. Like, you look great uplift each other you know that's our job because sometimes we do need those words of affirmation and validation that we matter and that we're still beautiful because there's been hundreds of years of telling us that our hair wasn't 
that the short kinky hair was ugly and made you less appealing to a man like that we've been taught that so it's like if you get beat for some years you're not just going to forget about that in a month or six months you know even though we're not we're not, you know, it didn't happen directly to us, like slavery and all that, but we are literally generations of trauma. It just cycles of it. So of course, some of that's gonna get passed down to us. Our grandmothers have made jokes, I'm sure, about things that have made us uncomfortable that we would never want anybody to know. Like, grandma, you can't say that, you know? Right. But it's, it's just what has happened to us through the years. Um, and for me, to be honest, I never wore my natural hair out until, for real, for real, until COVID. Um, so just experimenting with it. I even oh. cut some pieces off the front because it was dead hair. And I how was it going? How was it? Huh? How was it? It's been great. It's been. It was hard. Some days I, I went out. A couple of days I would go out with it, and I was like, "Is anybody looking at me?" You know, but no one was. Like you know, no one cared. Like I cared, and so that's the part that I mean about the self love. Just being like, you are beautiful with it long and straight. You're beautiful with it shorts okay wait can we talk just for a second because there is a, that is absolutely a thing walking out the house with your natural hair i don't know if it was down if you had it in a puff was it, was it down okay now when you walk out the house with your hair out at least this is how i feel i feel like okay all eyes are on me i can't be invisible if i wanted to right now like it is like here i am <laughs> and it takes like, it takes some confidence because you know you are going to stand out. Absolutely. You're going to stand out and people, you know, especially if you go somewhere and you're around people and they want to touch it and they're oh. curious. If you change your hair, I, just, I remember being on tour and having braids coming back from vacation uh, from layoff or whatever. And I maybe had braids and I was going to take it out the next day and wash it and have it in a slick bag. And then I, that next week I was going to get a sewing. And it was just, folks couldn't understand. They're like, well, what happened? You know? <laughs> but that's the beauty of us. Like, for so long, we felt so, you know, like, we had to explain it. But that's what's so dope about us. Like, we can have these different hairstyles in one week. I can have three damn hairstyles in one week. And right. Rock all Even more than that, honestly. Right. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, so something that you said that really resonated. And don't worry, I'm going to wrap up soon. But something that you said that really resonated with me, Danielle, is... You got to like accept it yourself. You, I'm already paraphrasing. I'm going to have to go back and listen to you word for word. But like when you're wearing your hair, and I think this translates to any type of way you want to wear your hair, whether it's straight with wigs, weaves, braids, locks, natural, yeah. anything, you have to be okay with it for yourself to feel good about it in yourself for it to translate. The way to pull off, and I think that, Actually, that kind of just, to me, is a universal theme for anything. You can be one million pounds. And if you are walking around like, I am, or big girls, I am beautiful. Like, if you feel in your heart, like, you, it doesn't matter. You can freaking pull any, I look at Lizzo, I'm like, how can I be sexy like her? You know, and she's not our typical, what we grew up with, beauty. You can pull off anything if you truly own it, it will translate. Yeah. And just thinking like, why wasn't she, you know, why wasn't she our typical beauty? And like, that's, 
like those are the, the questions that I have, you know, been asking myself as I talk about, if I even think about my privilege, you know, as a black woman, myself, like, what does that look like for me? That con consistently and constantly asking myself, why? Why is this like this? Why have we done this? Just because we've done it for so long doesn't mean that it's right. Um, and so like wow. even my part in this entire movement as we continue to progress as a people and as hopefully as a country, just so you know, where do I stand in this and how do I uplift and what can I do? Like what action can I really take to also uplift women and be honest? And some of that is walking out with your hair. Like imagine someone else seeing you with your beautiful natural hair. I would say seeing you with your beautiful natural hair has inspired me. I have quite a few friends. Like oh, there's also Deanne Stewart, who also was a yes. beautiful as well. And like, I constantly will message my friends, you know, we have Leandra, she'll cut her hair off, you know, and oh. with this beautiful face and her structure oh, and all yes, that. So gorgeous. just also moments like that, like we think it's about us, but sometimes it's also giving someone else permission, permission. allowing them to see that in themselves. Like she's done that. And look how she's walking into her elegance and her grace and her beauty and how magnificent she is. And I want to be that too. And I can be that. You know, so I think it's all of those things. And it, it's a cycle of um, a really showing up for ourselves, but also showing up for other people. And it's so crazy how much hair has to do with that. Wow. So, so crazy. Like even that you know, that movie with uh, Sanai about hair, just so showing how she was waking up in the morning to press her edges, brush her teeth, put a little bit of makeup on to get back in bed with this man. Wow. If you don't want me with a little bit of morning breath and some crunchy edges and my face with whatever blemish hair <laughs> and I have on it, then you are not it. It <laughs> is real though. That is so real. Dang, Danielle, you are like speaking to my spirit. We got to show up for others. For others. But Living in our own truth. Showing up for ourselves. Truth. When we when we live in our own truth, no matter how scary it might be, we are giving other people permission. Not that they need it, but sometimes you kind of feel like you do need permission to like trailblazing so other people can do it. And others have done that for me. I'm like, oh my gosh. Ah. Yeah, we think about Cecily Tyson. We think about, yeah. you know, Diane Carroll. We think about yes. Dorothy Dandridge. We think about all these Eartha Kitt, we think about all of these women who just, you know, Nina Simone, uh, Nat Natalie Cole, just all these women who have just shown up for themselves and they struggle through it. Like, let's not pretend like it's pretty. It's not. It's uncomfortable. It's sometimes it's sitting in the, this is what I like to do when I'm sad. I sit on the floor in the bathtub with the water running from the shower and I'm just yes. like emoting the same sad song playing over it. Like sometimes it yes. takes ugly uncomfortable moments those moments of depression because depression is necessary like sometimes you know all of those things I don't want to pretend like you know we all just wake up and we're like yeah you know that's just not real but right. it takes the discomfort to get on the other side you know and and to see what's what's meant for us um I have a podcast also called the daily dose of dopamine oh with two of my um, really good friends from North Carolina, uh, Sid and Emily, and we do short affirmations every day, and then we do a long episode. And it's basically about mental health and wellness, but we tie it into like who we are, yes. um, all of that. And you know, my dose, my I did the dose today, and it was basically about 
having to let go of that weight that we carry around with us in order to fly. If you want to fly, you got to let go of that weight. And that uh, quote is from Toni Morrison. And it's just so true. Like we have to let go of certain things in order for us to fly. And it's so easy for us to hold on to the heavy shit because it comes to us, the addiction, the shame, the guilt, depression, all of that comes so easy. Like it can just attach itself to you so fast, but actually choosing ourselves and letting that, that go is the hard part. Um, so, I mean, I feel like part of my journey and my goal is to encourage us to do the hard part so that we can get on the other side and, and have abundance, um, unspeakable joy, peace, all of those things that go far beyond the money and far beyond all these accolades and what we think is success. Like redefining success is, is what I'm hoping we all can do and realize that we're already a success because we woke up, because we showed love because we were authentic and true to ourselves, because we love someone else, you know, we love something bigger than ourselves. I'm just like, this girl is over here being deep. (laughs) I'm looking at you. I'm like, I didn't know what I was getting myself into tonight. So um, thank you. Thank you, Salisha, for having me, girl. What are you grateful for? My last question for you. What's your last, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful that God kept me because, you know, I think that I have had some days that I have really doubted myself and really doubted my, even my my existence here on this earth. And like, why am I here? What is my place? Why do I belong? Um, And so I'm grateful that he kept me and that he allowed me to get past that because there's just so much beauty in, in, in my life and what I'm able to share with other people and what I'm able to receive. Like even just putting the single out, just the response. It, I just have. I can no longer move forward not knowing the support that I have. I can no longer move forward being oblivious to how people are affected by something that I do. You know, there that there's power and privilege that comes with sharing yourself with that, and I don't take it lightly. And I'm honored. You know, so I'm grateful that God kept me and saw fit to give me a gift that can help. Help. Period. And when. When do you think, if if you don't know, you probably, I, when is the video coming out? Can we, yes, when is the freaking Monday. music video dropping? Monday. On Monday? Yes, on Monday. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I don't know when this episode is going to air, but right now this is February 5th, uh-huh. 2021. And so this thing is, this video is ju- coming out on the 8th? 8th? Yes. February 8th. Right? Yes. That's How great. exciting. Okay. I think I might do a little uh, live watch. I have to figure that out. I'm not as technologically savvy, but I'm going to figure that out. And so um, I'll definitely send you that. Um, it's, it's exciting. I'm excited about it. And I hope that everyone receives it the way that I you know, envision it, the way the whole team. Um, Leandra styled me in the video. Oh. Um, and so it's just really great. And it's got a, a lot of dope people that helped bring the vision to light. Awesome. Y'all, you heard it here first. Danielle, recording artist, uh, download her song Photoshop today. Thank you so much for joining me. You are it. You are the bomb. So are you. Thanks, girl.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.